You will be back in Toronto in April for the Maestro Special Homecoming. That's April 9th, which launches the TSO's 100th anniversary celebrations. The TSO has had only 10 music directors in its century-long existence, of which you are one. What does that mean to you? Well, first of all, I'm, I'm totally excited to see my colleagues there on the same, uh, at the same time standing at the same podium. And, and I think this is only an example of how good experience being a TSO music director has been to all of us. Right, that everybody is happy and willing to come back and celebrate. Yeah, I'm sure that's the case. (laughs) I remember when your TSO tenure began back in 1994, I was a young music student at the time, and you were taking over from Gunter Herbig, who will be there on April 9th as well. And he had really fit that traditional, you know, image of the formal tales wearing orchestral maestro. And then you came in and there you were on billboards around the city in jeans, shirt, no tie, so much more casual. And it's since become quite standard for classical musicians to be depicted as normal people. But this was almost 30 years ago. And I remember it being so refreshing and such a sea change. Was this reflective of a new ethos that you wanted to bring? Yeah, and also from my background, uh, being a Finnish uh, musician, I think the kind of uh, fixed maestro myth was already disappeared uh, in, in Finland. And, and uh, Finland was very, very open to new ideas, both musically and, and kind of uh, breaking down this kind of uh, image of, of uh, a symphony orchestra. There were some trends that happened at the same time I came first first time to DSO, and uh, like the incredible revolution of uh, contemporary music uh, and uh, the appreciation of, of um, Finnish composers, Finland was probably the first music culture that could kind of blend in all the musical styles in one program. So I was totally excited to do the same things uh, in, in, in Toronto with, with great help of, of Lowy Follies. I mean, the whole idea, what I should do with the TSO uh, happened together with the acceptance of, of that new idea. And, and, and I was totally thrilled that we could uh, produce so many exciting things, inviting uh, great composers of European cultures like uh, Henri Dutilleux and, and Luciano Berio, for instance. That type of thinking was, of course, that was possible for me and and i didn't have any kind of a wish or, or need to uh, remote myself from the audience as being some kind of a, a stiff conductor figure <laughs> <laughs> and of course that that was uh, going very far in toronto that i was appearing in the, in, in baseball stadiums and it was uh, communicating with the whole entire culture of toronto and that was to me completely exciting and also the fact that uh, this um, multicultural city Toronto coming from from a very very monocultural place like like uh, Helsinki those days we didn't have any almost any immigrants in Finland so that kind of uh, atmosphere was uh, even more exciting to to see for the first time 
Well, to let our listeners know, uh, fully five of the TSO's music directors will be back on that one evening. The others being Sir Andrew Davis and Gunter Herbig, who I mentioned, also Peter Ungen, and of course, current music director Gustavo Jimeno. Each of you will be leading a piece specially chosen by you, and you'll be leading Sibelius, the uh, Lemminkainen and the Maidens of the Island from the Lemminkainen Suite. Tell us a bit about this work and why you chose it. Well, suddenly this Lemminkainen Suite became like a visit card for me and the Toronto Symphony. We played it uh, in, in, in Carnegie Hall and, and uh, recorded that. And, and I immediately thought that it kind of that language was very directly talking to the musicians. And uh, that was a very strong memory for me to, to do it for the first time and then after and after. So I think this is something that probably we can bring back some of the ex- excitement uh, of, of um, this extremely, let's say, it's almost like a Don Juan of Sibelius with, with incredible, this kind of uh, almost erotic uh, emotions in the movement that we are playing, this uh, Maidens of Sari. So I'm, I'm think that if we pick a piece of only 15 minutes of Sibelius, it, this is one of the strongest kind of stylistically, uh, emotionally strongest thing that we could, could do. As a young kid, when I first uh, heard that and played it in the orchestra, it, it kind of made an enormous effect on me. And and uh, therefore, it's always stayed one of the greatest movements of Sibelius music in my life, in my mind. Well, we look so forward to welcoming you back to the stage at Roy Thompson Hall and wish you very safe travels. Thank you so much for taking time to speak with me. Thank you. I'm looking forward. <laughs> 